Now, in my experience, growth usually comes from a source of pain or discomfort, which pushes you to try something new or interrupt an old behavior simply because you come to realize that the pain of remaining the same, of remaining who you are and where you are, is far greater than the discomfort it's going to take for you to change and try something new. My intention for this show is to inspire growth within you. So if you want to familiarize yourself with the journey many have taken to drastically change their lives, this is the place to be. Moin Zaffer, welcome to My Wax Museum. Thank you, Alex. I appreciate it. I'm excited to have you here. We had a conversation uh, just, I think, was it just one week ago? Uh, and I enjoyed chatting with you and I was like, I've got to have him on my wax museum, chat some more, find out more about your story and where you're from. And the way I start out always is kind of connecting us. So how is it that we got in touch? Would you mind filling in the audience? Oh yeah, sure. Um, so you and I got in touch through, so I have a coach and, uh, he's my podcasting coach. Uh, his name is Kevin. I think he reached out to you and um, that's how we scheduled it. And uh, yeah, uh, we had a, did we, did we have a short phone conversation before the interview or we just got right into it? I think we just got right into it. I think so. Yeah. 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 It was, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was for the upcoming podcast, Broken Bulbs, or I guess by the time this episode comes out, it'll, right. it'll be out as well. Um, but yeah, we had, we had a great conversation. You have such an interesting story and fascinating background to me that I was like, well, of course I've got to have them on every podcast <laughs> I possibly can. Uh, so with that, let's jump into where are you from originally? Well, I was born in China. I was raised in Pakistan and, um, I came to Canada in 2010 for my undergraduate and I've been here since. Wow. Okay. So it's a really international story. Do you have, is it like one parent's from China, one's from Pakistan? Is that how that worked out? Or was your family in China at the time? What, how did yeah. this happen? So both my parents are from Pakistan. And uh, so my dad has worked in China. Um, he still works there. He's been there 35, 40 years, speaks really good Mandarin. But yeah, at the time uh, we were, uh, I was born in China. Um, I was there, I think, for the first two years. And then we moved to Pakistan. And um, I think my dad moved too. And then he went to China again to work again. Yeah. Interesting. So you're the first person, I believe you're the first person who I've interviewed who was raised in Pakistan. Would you mind telling me a bit about what, childhood was like for you there yeah honestly i was um really blessed to have a really good childhood and so my dad he came he really grew up in a small village and he just worked his way up and we moved to the city um, i never actually got to experience living in the village except for when we would visit my grandmother but yeah, so the reason why he went to China was to earn and to get out of that village. And uh, yeah, he worked really hard for us to be in the city, have a nice house. I remember we used to live in a place uh, where we were renting first and then he started doing really well. We literally like bought the place and like he like broke down the entire house and we made constructed a new house. Mm -hmm. um, 
Yeah, so I think um, I have really good memories because my cousins were there. We used to hang out a lot. Um, we were well taken care of. I remember playing a lot with so many cousins. I have like up to 40 cousins. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's nuts. Um, yeah, we got to one thing that's really cool about Pakistan is I learned how to fly kites. It's something mm. that was it's not, I don't think it exists anymore, but there used to be a kite festival once a year where if you literally looked up to the sky on that day, all you would see is different color kites everywhere. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, and the reason why yeah. they stopped it because, uh, so when we fly a kite, it's competitive. So you would fly the kite into the other person's kite and try to like <laughs> thread with your thread. And so all those threads started wow. ha hanging on like the wiring <laughs> and that was causing cities a lot of damage. And so they're like, okay, I think we're going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That's awesome. Competitive kite flying. Right. Uh, so is this like, was this something you did with your family or was this like a friend's activity? Kind of what, what was that like? Friends and family. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah, I mostly did it with my family, my cousins and my aunts. And yeah, it used to be like a family gathering on the day. So the festival is called Basant. And on that day, people would intentionally make an effort to be together, buy tons of kites, go out to the roof, maybe have a barbecue as well and fly kites all day. <laughs> That's fantastic. Wow. Um, you, you mentioned having all of this extended family uh, and was it often that you guys saw each other? Did you live close and, and did you spend a lot of time together? Um, yes. So my mom had six other siblings. I may be off by one. Forgive me, mother, if you're listening to this. Um, but one of our siblings lived in the city the same as us. So we used to see them a lot. And that's one of my closest friends from childhood too, my cousin from, from that side. And then other cousins were about a four to six hour drive in two other different cities. But we used to visit them, I think, twice a year or whenever school was off in the summer, we would just go spend all the time there and hang out with, with the family. Yeah, That's awesome. Um, it, it sounds like a really nice, um, nice environment to grow up in is having all of that family close. So uh, I'm curious, what, what was the decision that moved you to Canada? Mm. And what was that experience like leaving all of that family behind? Uh, good question. So the reason why we moved is that after, so we have um, something called advanced levels, A-level studies. It's like after, it's like another year of uh, after high school. And okay. so you're basically getting advanced credits for university courses. So after we finished, uh, I was done with that. And because my dad had experience of, you know, flying abroad and making or being successful, he wanted us to have the same experience as well. And plus he wanted us mm -hmm. to sort of branch out of Pakistan because um, it's the political conditions there were not full stable. And uh, it was just nice to have that other option of being in another country. And uh, so, yeah, I think there, there was two reasons. One for, was for, for a better undergraduate program, for uh, exploring life in a new country, and then just uh, settling down there. 
Um, and yeah, a lot of it came from my dad's own experience of, you know, just moving out of his village to the city, then moving to China and then flying around. And um, yeah, we were fortunate enough to uh, be sent here. That is awesome. Um, it, it sounds like uh, from what you're telling me and based on our previous conversation, uh, that you really respect your dad for the efforts that he made to to give you the opportunities that you had. Um, I'm curious how you see that continuing in your life, how you see yourself giving yourself more opportunities as well as as well as your children. Yeah, great question. So I didn't always feel the same way about my dad, especially when I was uh, younger. And a lot of it was because, so because uh, after we moved to Pakistan from China, he moved back to China and I would only get to see him maybe once a year. And so, so the, the kid in me really missed his father and he did not understand that um, he's there essentially to make sure that we have a good life. And so at that time, I didn't understand the sacrifice. So I held, really held it against him for not being there, you know, through all, and, and you do as a kid, you know, you have these special moments and, uh, you know, you want some, somebody to be there. Um, but yeah, from that, I, I, I knew that if I ever had a kid, I would want to be there with them as much as I could. And so that's what I learned from him. And as I grew older, I understood why he did what he did. And it is the reason why I'm here today. Um, yeah, so my, my takeaway from my childhood is to be with my daughter as much as I can and give her really freedom of thought and expression. It's, um, yeah, a lot of the things that you learn is some things that you did not have as a kid. And so I want to give that to her, if that makes sense, yeah. If there's something that you really want to do and you don't have a conversation about it with someone who's actually done it, it's going to be a very difficult path. And that's something that I've learned through my experiences, you know, of writing a best-selling book, of starting and failing at a business, of starting this podcast and learning how to interview and be interviewed on other podcasts. And so... I want to tell you that I had help. I had a lot of help to get to where I am today. And I want to offer that back to you. Everything that I've learned through my experiences, hundreds of hours of personal development and having something in mind and actually going out and doing it, I want to offer that back to you. So if there's something that you really want to do and you think I can help you out with that, reach out to me and book this 30-minute call. It's absolutely free. There's no commitment and I'm not going to sell you anything here. All I'm doing is seeing if there's any way I can add as much value to your life as I can. So if you're interested in that, click that link and let's start talking about your dreams. Yeah, yeah, that totally makes sense. Um, so so your dad, you you understand and you appreciate why he did what he did to, to give you the life that you enjoy now. Uh, and you kind of took that and said, you know, thanks, maybe I'll find some different ways to to give similar opportunities to my children. Um, but what about your relationship with your mother? You mentioned in our quick questions beforehand uh, that your mom uh, makes the best home-cooked meal that you've ever had. Uh, can you fill me in a little bit on what it is that you learned from your mother growing up? Yeah, um, so I learned from her strength and resilience. 
So she, she had four kids. And obviously, after my dad was in China, she was raising four kids by herself, right? It's true, we have, uh, it's very common in Pakistan to have help. So you have people, so you would say you would have a driver to drive us to school um, and maybe a maid to help clean out. But she didn't always have that. Eventually, she did after my dad started doing well. Um, but yeah, she had the responsibility of raising four kids and um, being without like a partner physically for, for for long periods of time. So I learned a lot of things from her and strength and resilience were really two powerful things. And what I noticed that she, uh, about her was that she always found a way to have fun. Um, and she would have fun with her siblings a lot. So I think that's, some, that's something that uh, got sort of ingrained in me to to have fun with your siblings <laughs> yeah i think i i think that's huge i come from a, a big family and i know fun with siblings is probably the number one takeaway from my childhood and so with you now that you're grown up now that you're an adult do you still keep in touch with your siblings or any of them in canada are they back in pakistan and what's that relationship like now uh, yeah, so uh, my twin brother, he lives in Canada. We, we've actually lived together since we were in Canada in 2010. And uh, last mm. month, I just moved into a new place. So now we're in different locations. Um, my sister, she's still in Pakistan. My youngest brother, he's in Amsterdam doing his undergraduate program. Mm. But yeah, we talk a lot. I actually, he actually helps out... Uh, me with my social media for my podcast and stuff oh no way yeah i decided to hire him for experience and yeah he was happy to do it so yeah we keep in touch uh, we have a whatsapp group um, for the siblings and we chat there um, yeah <laughs> that is fantastic i love that modern technology has allowed us to keep in touch with family even when we're spread across you know three different continents right yeah. Uh, that we can still keep in touch and still have that relationship. And wonderful that you're able to work with your brother on the podcast as well. That is really cool. Uh, so kind of, since this is a little bit shorter of an interview, I want to start getting into your future and what what your plans are, what your life is looking like going that way. What's kind of your day-to-day -day now? What is it that you work on? And then after that, we'll move into talking about what your plans are yeah for sure so my day-to-day -day main thing is um, my podcast so I have a goal so I started my podcast in January and my goal eventually was to have 50 episodes in the year I think I'm up to 45 so I want to get that done by the end of November and so that's usually my day-to-day -day. I'm, I'm also working on creating an online store um, so I'm focused on that, my, my meditation practices. So I, ha I have a bunch, but there's a time where I'm just focused on one. So right now what I'm focused on is Wim Hof. Uh, have you ever heard of Wim Hof? I've heard of it. I, I'm unfamiliar though. Okay. So he's the, uh, he's popularly known as the Iceman. So the guy who, uh, right. Climbed. That's yeah. Climb Mount Everest with just his shorts and shoes. 
Right. So, uh, yeah, so he has a breathing technique that I do. That's one of my day-to-day practices and cold showers. Uh, yeah. So for me, uh, for this year, December, I want the month to review what I've done uh, in the l- last year and what I want to do now in the next year and how much better and how much more I want to push myself. So December is for review. November is to hit all the targets. Um, yeah. <laughs> so this episode will come out in March, I believe, of 2021. Uh, I'm recorded ahead of time. I'm very proud of myself. I'm getting ahead on on things. Uh, But so kind of looking forward to uh, to December, uh, we're in November now, uh, but looking forward to December, what is it that you see particularly contemplating and maybe planning for the new year what what are your kind of preliminary thoughts on what the next year is going to be like i would keep my podcast going that's something i really want to do um other things that i want to focus on or preliminary thoughts is that it's something that i'm still wondering about i know there's something different that i also want to create along with the podcast Mm. i just haven't landed on what it is exactly and so my that's why for december i've allocated that time for myself to figure it out uh create the project and get to work in the in the new year i like that i think that's smart to have like some time to to think about it and just time set aside um and then let's look further into the future maybe 10 years down the road what is moin going to be doing what what's your what, what's your day-to-day going to look like down there? So 10 years down the road, Muin's going to be running a successful company, something hopefully like Mind Valley. Um, I see myself traveling a lot, um, speaking on stage in front of thousands of people. Um, I've definitely written more books. Um, yeah, man. Um, those are... <laughs> Those are my initial thoughts for 10 years. Will I still be living here? I don't know. So far, the trend is I keep moving every six years. So we'll see. <laughs> Who knows what the future holds, man? Yeah. You go anywhere. I'll have one last question for you here before I let you plug everything and tell everybody where they can follow you and find everything that you do. And that is something I ask every guest who comes on the show. At the end of your life, when you're looking back, when you're thinking about all the things that you've done, both up to this point and up to that point, so things in your future as well count here, what are the things that you're looking back on that give you the most pride and that give you the most satisfaction? I think the most important thing is that I had the courage to follow my my dreams or my path, which is anything that I, I had an itching towards I went out and did it. And I think that's something that I can be really proud of. And, you know, whether it was writing the book or having a podcast, you know, those things will remain. And I think it's sort of feels like a legacy that, okay, you know, I, um, I really pride myself on having ideas and then actually manifesting them. And so when I look back, I think those are the things I would be proud of for myself that I actually went out and gave it my best, whether it succeeded or failed, that I that I followed that that itch. I like that. I like that idea of 
following that itch of, of, of having the courage to follow that itch. Um, well, uh, with that, this has been fantastic and I'm glad that we've gotten to, to chat again. Uh, would you mind filling in the audience on where they can find your book, where they can find your podcast and where they can go to follow you and everything else that you've got going on? Yeah, for sure. Thank you, Alex. So, um, my Instagram for my podcast is the grow with Moon podcast. You can follow me there. I'm also on LinkedIn. Uh, by my name, Moin Zuffer, and Facebook. And uh, yeah, uh, that's uh, everywhere you can find me. If you want to have, so for the, uh, yeah, this probably would not work <laughs> because I was doing 30-minute conversations just for this year with, with people. But Oh, I, right. Yeah, that doesn't go. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, follow me, connect with me, chat with me, see what I'm doing. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll have a nice conversation. Fantastic. Well, Moin, thank you so much once again for joining me. Of course, Alex, it's, it's been a pleasure again. I want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in to this edition of the Grow With Moin podcast. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe to my show so that you don't miss a future episode. Feel free to leave a rating, a comment. If you want to follow me on social media, my Instagram is the Grow With Moin podcast. Once again, Thank you and enjoy the rest of your day.